Nelson spent 25 years on the PGA Tour and is a lifetime member of the PGA Tour and PGA of America. Now he provides his unique perspective as a golfer and network broadcaster. It's time to go on the range with Jay Delsing. St. Louis. This is Golf with Jay Delsing. I'm your host, Jay, and uh, Hurley is still in the sunshine in Arizona, so we hate him. But I'm here with my buddy, Meat, and I've got to tell you, okay, so we format the show like a round of golf. This is the On the Range segment. Our social media outlets are Twitter is at Jay Delsing. Facebook is Golf with Jay Delsing, and Jay Delsing Golf. LinkedIn is just Jay Delsing, and our Instagram is a secret. You still all, haven't figured all, that out. No, we're, we're going to leave it that way because people keep joining it, meet, and I don't know how they're doing it. But, okay, so we're going to just jump right into you, bro. The Kansas City Chiefs. Yes, you sir. You are the biggest fan of the Kansas City oh, Chiefs. Oh, my goodness. And they just won their first football championship in 50 years. Hail to the Chiefs, Oh, man. Chiefs kingdom, baby. This was such a crazy run, so... For the fans out there, I compare the Chiefs to the Blues all the time. There have been so many years of heartbreak. They until last year, yeah, the offsides. I was there. Come on, I was I was celebrating. We, my friend Dustin, who takes me to the games, we'll get into that. We were hugging each other and celebrating, yelling that we were going to the Super Bowl. (laughs) And then we looked down, and there's the flag. flag. Oh, and hearts just broke. But that was the thing. It's like the Blues. It's Iserman. It's it's injuries. It's first round picks, first overall picks that blew up. Everything went wrong. Uh, I hadn't seen my first playoff win until two years ago. I'm 30 almost. Patrick Mahomes was just a He's amazing. St- everything. It was the weirdest game. It, the game didn't have much flow to it. And usually a Mahomes-type game to me has a lot of flow and there's a lot of dramatic and flair. And there just wasn't that this this game. Yeah, and, and credit San Francisco because they talked about that defense, how yeah. good it was. And they took him out of the game. But... His ability to adapt, overcome, and adjust uh, physically and mentally. I, I think the mental adjustment, he had two interceptions. That was that was his first playoff interception ever. Second and, one wasn't his fault at no, all, but anyway. No, but right. then he had the fumble. He recovered yep. that. Yep. Uh, things just weren't going well. And then the fourth quarter, in a span of seven minutes, James every, 21 points. Yeah, it was just terrific. He's, he's phenomenal. How about the Lamar, uh, the Lamar Hunt trophy, named after... Lamar Hunt, right. and they have never won that. And they're and just watching the family, listening, reading about the family, the the amount that they care so deeply. These guys are billionaires over and over again, but they cared so deeply about the fans. It was a great story, absolutely. And and we had here in St. Louis such a a bad relationship with the Rams and the ownership, Cronky, and all that. And I mean, I, I don't want to say never, but I. I just do not see anything like that ever happening in Kansas City. It's such a a unique ownership group, and there's so much history there. I I think a lot of people relate them to the Green Bay Packers with how they do business. It's a family-oriented organization, um, but they're they're so deserving, and and the radio call was so phenomenal because they said the Lamar Hunt Trophy is finally back home in the castle that Lamar Hunt built. And it was just full circle. So let me ask you this, and this is kind of the way I was raised, but you knew a good umpire at a ball game when you didn't see him. Right. You know a good ownership when they're not making waves. They're not threatening to move like some of the folks that we've had here over the past and not doing some of this crazy stuff that you can't have from leadership in order for it to be solid. What do you hear about the hunts? 
you hear how respected they are. How much money um, they give the community. Exactly. How they're involved. And none of the negative drama. No. And they bring in, for the most part, I know the Chiefs have had their issues with some players here and there. But when it comes to coaches, they've brought in really good people. They might not have always been great coaches, but they were good people. Um and they have shown that they are willing to make the big move when they need to. People hate on the Cardinals all the time. Why aren't you doing this? You're right there. The Chiefs have done that in recent years. They went and got Andy Reid. They traded up in the draft. They go and get Tyron Matthew and yep. Frank Clark. And yep. they, they did what they need to do to secure the title, and it's here. All right. That's enough football. But, man, <laughs> that was great. I was thinking of you. It was I really, really it. fun to watch. Um, so let's get back into a little golf. We had a really funny kind of odd episode happen over in the Dubai tournament this week um, where Graham McDowell, who eventually won the tournament, he beat DJ by a couple strokes and Phil by a few more, um, was asked to do an interview by Sky TV in the middle of the round. So, meet they've been doing, they've been coming to us since the time that I was playing saying, hey, do you mind, you know, walking down the fairway saying something to, right. uh, you know, our guys? Because they want to know what it's like to be inside the ropes. And so some guys are into it, some aren't. So Mc, McDowell's an affable guy, great guy. So he, he knows the interviewer. He's talking to him. Well, what happens is it throws his group off a yeah. little bit. You can see time-wise, right? Well, they had this thing over there. It was like a shot clock. And so the referee, they had a referee who was watching this whole thing. He gave him a bad time. Because he stopped for an interview. so It threw so everything off. Everything off. Not a great deal, but it threw it off timing-wise. So the, the issue is, if he gets one more bad time, and he had two rounds plus to go, he loses a shot. Oh, my gosh. So it's all crazy like that. So Brooks Kepka was pissed off because he has been completely outspoken about slow play. Yep. And he's, he's really completely outspoken about everything. Yeah. He jumps on uh, on dramatic things all the time and is always willing to kind of tackle stuff where you're like, do you even care about that? Do you like that as as a golfer? Because I, I think golf, it just has that reputation where you don't have a lot of guys speak out. I think it's kind of like baseball and hockey. You don't have – you have the personalities, but you just don't hear as much. And I think that's good for the game to have somebody that's outspoken like that. Well, it's different, right? Because the guys that we always had, you know, Jack Nicholas, the guys that led the charge – were these guys that would, you know, if they had an issue, they'd, they'd pull you aside and they'd talk to you in private and it never made it mm-hmm. to the press no matter what. So it's different. But, I mean, how do you do that in our world? Right. With, with Twitter and it's with impossible. social media. And, and, look, these guys all grew up with it. That's, like, I, I don't even know, you know, social media. I'm like, what? But these guys grew up with it. They know what's going on. This is, this is part of the reason why they're making so much money, bud. Because mm-hmm. not only are these guys great golfers, but they're, they've created their own celebrity. Mm-hmm. So they have these followings and they have all of this stuff that, that takes them to a whole different level. Well, and it's another platform that these advertisers give them. Look at Tom Brady, his announcement and everything in the Super Bowl. A normal announcement about his career, just easy comments. Well, then you throw an advertiser on it. You use the social media, you use TV, and then it just blossoms. It's I'm not going anywhere. Thing. And everybody's yeah. like, what does that mean? Well, yeah, yeah, what? Yeah, yeah, I know. It's um, interesting how Brady, not in how many Super Bowls in a row has he been in? I mean, he has been a story one way or another in, in the Super Bowls, and now he doesn't play in this Super Bowl, and he's still a story. Right. 
Yeah, it's amazing. He's he's it's that much. He's got that much of an impact. He moves the needle. I yeah. mean, what he does and how he does it moves the needle. And I mean, you know, when you whenever you put the goat title on, you know, the greatest of all time title on somebody, well, of course, anything they do is going to be noteworthy or newsworthy. So, so with this, the shot clock will get you back yeah. to that. I get yeah. you off off track. Uh, so the players, the golfers, aren't required to do this. It's all voluntary, correct? The interview. The interview. Yes, on, correct. While they're in but, the round. But, but again, the media and the, the the networks have been honest. They want to mic us, mm-hmm. and people are like, no one's really wanted to be mic'd. It's just Which I get way that. too personal. Yeah. Yeah, and, you know, a lot of stuff happens, in, you know, in the course of even one hole that you might say something that is really going to need, need to be, um, you know, the cough button needs right. to be hit, so to speak. <laughs> so, um, yeah, they've been trying to do this. And some guys that, you know, Graham McDowell's still like, look – I can't believe the referee wasn't in on this. You got to give me a little leeway here because I think the next shot he had, Bud, was like a 214 yard shot mm. into some wind. It wasn't like he's chipping a ball, you know, to the front edge of the green. It's not going to take a little time and consideration. Right, you need to prep a little bit. Yeah. So, but but the European uh, the European Tour has been much more hard assy about this sort of stuff than the PGA Tour. Our officials are much more. You know, they're willing to, to, to kind of flex with this a little bit. But the European Tour has been more outspoken about this, and so they've, they've, they're going after slow play and much more strictly than we are over here. Well, and I think if you're going to it's, – it's a double-edged sword because you want to increase play, but at the same time you want to expand the brand and the visibility, the, the reach that golf has – and that helps do that because those interviews, it's social media where they're Correct. going. You're going to TV. That's right. So without that, you don't get the access. You're not getting that publicity. But with it, it's causing the issues. So where do you find the, the balance? Yeah, there has to be some sort of balance in there. And, and I don't think most guys on the regular tour are going to be too keen on, on, on these interviews. Kepka went, you know you know, crazy over it and said he hates it and, and uh, very outspoken. But, um, you know, not everybody's like that. Some guys aren't even good interviews, but G-Mac is a great interview. Mm-hmm. He's a, just a great Irish guy, very, very colorful and um, and pretty much tells it like it is. And some guys can get away with it, too, when some guys can't. I mean, Kepka can when yeah. other guys, I'm sure, who are younger or, yeah. you know, you if you're a veteran, you don't want to hear some guy that's been in for four or five years, you know, having these comments maybe when. You don't. Yeah, you almost feel like they haven't earned their way right. enough yet and things like that. But you know what happens when you win four of the last major championships <laughs> like Kepka has? you got a voice, and it's a big one. Scoreboard. He's also number one in the world. So, um, yeah, so that's – well, man, we've got a bunch of stuff to uh, talk about. We'll, uh, we'll, we'll catch up on that later. That's going to wrap up the On the Range segment. This is Golf with Jay Delsing. Come back. We have the front nine. Quick note, we just got a call from our friend Joe Sheezer at USA Mortgage. He said the rates are still below 4%, and if you mention Golf with Jay Delsing, he'll give you a discount on your closing costs. Please call him today at 314-628-2015. Do you folks know about a family-owned and operated jewelry business that's been in the St. Louis area since 1946? If you haven't heard the name Sutley before, well, you have now. They are the premier Hearts on Fire dealer in the metropolitan region and have been for more than 21 years. What's a Hearts on Fire diamond, you ask? It is the world's most perfectly cut diamond. The Sutleys are knowledgeable and passionate about your jewelry needs and are open six days a week. 
They will treat you like family and want to understand your wishes and desires. Their business thrives on developing personal relationships with you. Sully's also strive to stay on top of the latest trends in fashion with amazing selection of designer jewelry from famous designers like Lagos, Zengani, Simon G., just to name a few. It's all done at Sully. Sully's is on the cutting edge of the diamond business, featuring the lab-grown diamonds that can cost 30 to 40% less than a mined diamond. Whether it's a hearts on fire, designer or custom jewelry, or even the new and innovative lab-grown diamonds, let Sutley Jewelers take care of all your jewelry needs. I have known this family for 45 years. Go in and see Gary. Ask for Gus. Ask for Laura. It's a family business, and they are terrific people. They're located in the Lamp and Lantern Village on Clayton Road, just west of Highway 141 in town and country. You can also visit them at S-A-E-T-T-E-L-E dot com. Now through Valentine's Day at Setley Jewelers, get $100 off your purchase of $200 or more just by mentioning Golf with Jay Delsing. That's up to 50% off the sales price of a purchase of $200 or more. It's time to get the scoop on the St. Louis golf scene. Here's Jay and Kurt Rowe with the Metropolitan Minute. Brought to you by the Metropolitan Amateur Golf Association. Thanks for joining me today, Kurt. Hey, Jay. Glad to be back this week with the Metropolitan Minute. And while the weather isn't so great here this this week, you know, we're just about a month away from what we consider our season, which is, uh, which is handicap season. Um, March 1st, we start posting scores. In the uh, in our region, St. Louis, Central, Southern Illinois region, for handicap purposes, and uh, we've got a lot of great opportunities for golfers in the area to maintain a USGA handicap index. One of those is our Metropolitan E Club. It's an online club that gives golfers the ability to be a member of the association, maintain that handicap index, and then uh, in turn they're eligible to participate in Metropolitan Championships and our amateur series of events. And they can find all that information out at www.metga.org. And folks, stay tuned for the Metropolitan Minute each week. You're going to find out how much the Metropolitan Amateur Golf Association does for golfers in St. Louis. The 100,000-watt blowtorch for St. Louis sports, driven by Auto Centers Nissan, home of the 30-day return. WXOS and WXOS HD1, East St. Louis, 101 ESPN. Urban Chestnut Brewing Company is proud to be an official sponsor of 101 ESPN's newest show, Golf with our friend Jay Delsing. Just like Jay, Urban Chestnut is born right here in St. Louis. With three local brewing and restaurant locations, you won't travel far to sample straight from the source. If you're heading out to the links this weekend or if you're just in the mood for a classic German-style beer, grab a four-pack of our fresh, refreshing Zwickel Bavarian Lager wherever craft beers are sold. Urban Chestnut Brewing Company, St. Louis, Missouri. Prost! I want to tell you about a strength training fitness program that helped me and that can help you. It's called 20 Minutes to Fitness. They have two locations, one in Clayton and one in Chesterfield. Every time you go to the gym with 20 Minutes to Fitness, you work with a professional trainer. They take you through specific machines and with specific exercises that are designed to help your golf game. We're talking about strength, flexibility, and those two components are huge to help you improve your game. Visit 20minutestofitness.com. Your first session is absolutely free. Get off the couch and get in shape. 
This is Dan McLaughlin, TV voice of the Cardinals. St. Louis is one of the best sports cities in the country. We also have a tremendous history of supporting professional golf. We're excited to bring professional golf back to St. Louis with the inaugural Ascension Charity Classic, September 28th through October 4th at beautiful Norwood Hills Country Club. Legends like Ernie Els, Fred Couples, Jim Furyk, Steve Stricker, and many more will be in St. Louis. For tickets and sponsorship information, head to ascensioncharityclassic.com. That's ascensioncharityclassic.com. I'd like to thank Whitmore Country Club for sponsoring my show, Golf with Jay Delsing, on 101 ESPN. Whitmore has been a great partner as I enter my second year. If you are considering a great place for your family to hang out, you've got to go over to Whitmore Country Club. Go in the golf shop. See my friend Bummer. He'll tell you all you need to know about the kids' club, the golf, the tennis. Uh, They've got uh, swim teams and leagues. There's anything you and your family could want at Whitmore Country Club. Visit them at whitmoregolf.com. Grab your clubs. We're headed to the front line on golf with Jay Delsing. The Front Nine is brought to you by the Ascension Charity Golf Classic. Welcome back. This is Golf with Jay Delsing. I'm your host, Jay, and we are going to the Front Nine. Um, Before we get started, i got to tell you guys about this really cool a uh, place in Chesterfield called The Great Frame-Up. Christina Ernst and her husband, Keith, along with Dan Geisler, are the owners. And last week, I took a jersey in. My daughter, Brennan, played four years of volleyball at Fordham University, and I took her, one of her jerseys to put it up next to my dad's in my office. And um, I got to tell you, Chris is just phenomenal down there. She helped me frame this thing. She She told me how to put it in there, how to, you know, how to, I guess they call it boxing it and and pick out some uh, all sorts of different colors and things like that. I had zero clue about this thing. And um, she was just absolutely fantastic. It's a family-owned business. If you need any artwork, anything that you want to save, you want to put up in your room, a keepsake, a shadow box, any of that stuff, call Chris at The Great Frame Up. Her number is 636 537 3137, or you can visit them at Chesterfield at thegreatframeup.com. All right, I've got a great interview with my fellow North County guy, Kent Earhart. Kent went to Pattonville High School. He's a, a, a phenomenal uh, meteorologist on KMOV Channel 4. He's the host of Great Day St. Louis. So let's take a listen to what Kent had to say. Through the the wonderful internet, you know, you get to pull up some accomplishments and, and, and things like that as I'm prepping for this. And man, alive, you've been in the, the media business for a long time and really accomplished. St. Louis is really lucky to have you. Tell us a little bit about how you got started. Oh, my goodness. Well, um, of course, I grew up here and went to Pattonville and, and then went on to Southeast Missouri State University. And uh, I, my intention was to get into advertising and promotion and marketing, and and uh, I was in a mass communications program with with a minor in marketing. And in my last semester, I took a TV class and literally stumbled into the uh, the CBS affiliate in Cape Girardeau at KFES as a prompter operator. And it just doors opened in front of me, and I and I walked on through and. And uh, I've been very, very fortunate to, to, to have the positions that I've had that uh, I moved to, uh, to uh, Iowa from 
Cape Girardeau and did a show called PM Magazine, and I went from there back to Florida where a television station offered me a job doing weather, but I, but I didn't have the credentials, but they started me doing it anyway. And I said, well, I'll take the job, but I want to go to school. And they agreed to send me to school. So, um, I, uh, I spent 14 years in Palm beach, Florida, uh, forecasting hurricanes and daily thunderstorms and beautiful weather. And, and, uh, got a call one day from Alan Cohen in St. Louis, who was the general manager at, uh, at KMOV and, was given the opportunity to come home and, and, um, and I jumped on it and, and I've never really looked back. I've had 22 great years with KMOV and, and hoping that I'm able to, uh, to retire at, you know, by choice. Right. <laughs> in, right. In the not too distant future. <laughs> and get to play some golf, which we'll get to in a little bit, but Kent, we got to go back and talk a little bit about the awards that you got covering the hurricanes down in Florida. Oh, well, you know, it, we tried to do some innovative things down there at, at uh, WPTV where I worked. Um, I had a management team there that was very supportive of, of my ideas about uh, we had spent quite a few years, actually right when I became the chief meteorologist there, within a few weeks of that, we had Hurricane Andrew hit. Um, and up until that point, they had been sending me off to and even after hurricane uh, andrew they had been sending me off to uh strike zones where when these hurricanes would come into the u.s and the gulf of mexico or along the southeast coast so that i would be experienced in in you know, managing my myself in that environment knowing what to expect if a, if a storm were to come ashore in south florida uh we're back home and so i had you know six or eight landfalls of tropical storms and even just tropical depressions, which as you know, can cause flooding and, um, and had a lot of experience in working around, uh, in that environment. In fact, uh, early, early on, I was one of the few guys that, that was traveling like that. And Jim Cantori and I got to be very close friends and still are to this day, uh, uh from chasing storms. And, and, um, so that when I got back to West Palm, it, it, it was clear to me that one of the things that we needed was some kind of a guide so that people knew where to go for shelter and what areas were going to flood, things like that. And so I started to produce a, uh, a hurricane guide uh, that was distributed in my market. And I think that's where most of those awards came from, was, was from the effort that we made at that station in, in putting this guide together and publishing it every year with, with new and up-to-date information. Oh man, that, that that's terrific! And then you said you got to come back to St. Louis. I want to talk a little bit too about this great day, St. Louis, that you're doing. I know you're having a blast with it. And what I like about it is that we get to see a little more of your personality in there. Because I, I want to talk about golf. We're going to talk about the band that you're playing in. You you're just such an interesting guy. It's it's really going to be fun for our listeners to see and hear about this side of you. Well. I- you know, the PM Magazine thing that I did for a, year, a few years up in Iowa really kind of set the tone for that kind of work that that, that I've always enjoyed doing. Um, there just wasn't – TV kind of got away from that. There wasn't as much local pro, programming for, for many, many years, and now it's kind of come full circle back around. And, you know, I grew up, as you did in St. Louis, when you had Dialing for Dollars and, and The Romper Room and Corky the Clown and – and Cookie and the Captain and Captain Eleven and all these great shows that were done locally, um, 
I don't know how great they were, but they were done locally. <laughs> and we, and we, you know, we grew up with that local programming and local personalities that, that people could relate to. And, and, um, and, and it's nice to see that happening again. You know, uh, the other stations are doing innovative things with local programming as well. And, and we've, come up with this great day St. Louis program and and I wasn't one of the original hosts I came in a little bit uh farther down the line but um my goodness it's it's so fun every day it's a great way to cap off my work day um and and we really do have a lot of fun with it and and uh you know it's at the tail end of my career and and I can't think of a better way to 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 end things here down the road is is uh you know continuing to do weather and then and then have this as well. And, you know, the other thing, too, Jay, is I get that latitude um, in weather in the morning. Um, we have a little bit more fun in our morning news than, than perhaps I would be allowed to in the evenings as well. Um, so that all kind of, it all kind of, you know, dovetails together uh, running from the early morning through Great Day St. Louis. Yeah, well, it, it it just tells I've been on the show once before, and it's really a fun environment down there where, you know, there's – you know, no one's taking themselves too seriously, but they're having fun yeah. with some of the stories. And I really enjoyed it. Good. So let's talk a little bit about, okay, so there was a great, I, you know, I grew up in St. Louis just like you did, and I never thought we'd ever see the Blues win the Stanley Cup. Yeah. It's just spectacular. And you committed to doing a dance on air if the Blues won the Cup, and um, that got quite a bit of attention. I did. Um, I grew a playoff beard. I said, you know, if the if the Blues win, I will dance because they, I don't, I forget what the premise was, but we were on one morning and somebody was doing a dance thing and I and I didn't I didn't participate because I'm not a dancer and I said, I'll tell you what, if we win the cup, then I'll dance. I don't want to jinx it by dancing before we win. The, it's like touching the cup, you know. You don't right. want to do it. But my gosh, what a magic time that was. I mean, I and you know it's funny, Jay, because I used to sit and I would tell people that that love the cardinals and 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 you know participate in these world series and uh parades and celebrations and 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 people would talk about what a great baseball town is there's nothing like these the st louis car and it's true i mean i'm not taking anything away from the cardinals i've been a Cardinal. i was a bat boy when i was a kid so uh, i mean i've never you're never going to find another baseball town like st louis but i used to tell people that if the if and when the blues win the cup this town is going to come unglued. These fans have been avid fans from day one, as I was. I can remember the first season of the Blues, and I and just to be here when that happened, and to and to be at that parade and that celebration on the riverfront was just a moment that I will. Ne- I'm getting goosebumps right now. I will never ever forget that, and I don't think anybody will. That was something special. Kent, you know, my brother and I just followed him and watched all these. The, the drive to the cup and there was about a minute and a half left in game seven. And I think we were up four to one and I called my brother and he screamed at me. He's like, this game is not over, you know, because we, we felt like we had been so snake bit and we were almost like jinxed. And so we hung up the phone and then afterwards it was, I, I agree with you. Sometimes I still feel like I can't believe it happened. I, I, I feel the same way. We'll talk about it in the morning sometimes and, and uh, on the show, and I'll just, I just look back at it and say, can you believe that actually happened? And, you know, it makes me think of my dad because my dad and I used to go to a lot of games. And, and to be honest with you, when my parents were divorced, my, my, there was a, a rift between my dad and I for a few years. And, 
And it was the blues that kind of pulled us back together as we started going to games together again. And, and uh, I just remember those long, cold walks to the arena and, and just the, I try to describe to people what it was like when the blues just stepped on the ice at the beginning of a game and the place went berserk. And I just, there's, there's nothing better than, than blues hockey and, and I'll always be a fan. And I would be remiss in this interview if I didn't mention, having mentioned my dad, uh, I want to mention your dad because, as you know, Jim and I had a, a, a fun friendship that, that started in physical therapy when I had an accident uh, racing motocross. And, and your dad, I think, had a hip, if I'm not mistaken. Yes, he had a hip, hip replaced. A forget which one it was. It was about 98. Right. He had a hip replaced. And, yeah, it was a hip. And we were in therapy together in physical therapy. We probably should have been in, a, in other kinds of therapy as well. But we we spent time next to each other on the machines with the therapist, and we became gym buddies. And then we had lunch a couple times, and he would talk about you. And, you know, he's a little older than I was, so he, he would provide me guidance. And he was just such a nice man. And, and you know, I told you when we first met that we – went for some time before he ever told me about his baseball career and all of that. We just, we were just gym buddies. And, and, uh, I, I so enjoyed my friendship with him and, 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 uh, it was brief before he passed, but Ed, we sure shared a, uh, some, some special days. That was a lot of fun. Oh, Ken, I, I so appreciate that. And I miss him every day. You know, I can remember my dad going through this rehab and saying, son, look at how good I'm walking. And I'm looking at him like, yeah. that's the worst walk I've ever seen, Ken. He, <laughs> he didn't I, I could, have a good gait. He did. I, but you know what? It was, it was, he was, he fought it. And, and you know that he was a guy that was, that just dealt with the pain and whatever he was given to deal with, he dealt with it. And, and you know we talked uh, at length about his 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 days with the Yankees and and uh, being traded and and all these different things and you know it's he was a he's a tough guy and he kept the, the suffering to himself and had a great outlook on life. He was a very inspirational guy. Yeah, uh, he he really was. I can remember Ken standing on the second tee out at um, a golf course in Milwaukee called Brown Deer and my buddy Pearly who does a show with me is caddying for me. And we're looking probably 300 and oh, over 300 yards up the right side of the, uh, uh, just in the ropes. And I, my dad's walk was so bad. We could pick him out from 300. <laughs> like, look, there's my dad up there by the tree. <laughs> I uh, can totally see that. <laughs> yeah, it was so great. Well, I know you're a lover of the game. I, I Before I talk to you a little bit about golf, Tell me about the the Blue Moon Blues Band. You're a guitar playing singer. I I, I had no idea about that. Well, it's just it it happened a few years back. I you know when I moved to the morning show and I was and I would come home from work every day and the rest of the world was uh, was still working and and um, I I thought you know the the girl I was dating at the time said you ought to start you know you ought to learn how to play guitar and I said that would be fun. And I, and you know, YouTube now you can learn anything on YouTube. So I, I had an old guitar that I never really learned how to play. And I just started picking on it and, and learning things off of YouTube and, and kind of got steered toward the blues because I just, I love the blues music. And I started going to some uh, clubs in town and, and uh, the old Beale on Broadway before they closed it and, and saw Marquise Knox and, and uh, some of the great local blues, uh, Jeremiah Johnson and, 
and Big Mike Aguirre and some of the great blues uh, artists here in town and, and got inspired and, and fell into a group of guys that we just decided to start a little blues band. And most of us are older and don't have a lot of time for practice and, and digging and all of that. But about it averages about once a month that we, we can get out and play gigs. And, and uh, uh, it's, it's been very rewarding and very fun. And it's, it, you know, Jay, it's a lot like golf. It's, it's, I look at it as being something that I can carry into uh, my older years and, and hopefully continue to do it. Um, and that, you know, you can't, racing motocross was my true love. That was the one thing I really loved was dirt bikes. And obviously you're not going to do that at a certain age. Or, um, and so that's, that's where I am now, golf and, and, uh, and blues music. We have more from Ken coming up. That's going to wrap up the front nine. This is golf with Jay Delsing. WXOS, WXOS HD1 East St. Louis, 101 ESPN. For 67 years, Lou Fuse has been the ride to take. 15 brands at 11 locations. Lou Fuse Automotive, we are St. Louis. Quick note, we just got a call from our friend Joe Sheezer at USA Mortgage. He said the rates are still below 4%, and if you mention Golf with Jay Delsing, he'll give you a discount on your closing costs. Please call him today at 314-628-2015. Everyone is looking for the extra edge, and Jay Delsing is digging deep to find it. It's the leading edge on Golf with Jay Delsing. I have the privilege of being with Dr. Jerry Andrew. He is with Washington University. It's the head of urology with Siteman Cancer Center and one of the worldwide experts in prostate cancer. Doc, thanks so much for joining me. Let's talk a little bit about why you're on the show and some of the advancements and things that you have discovered and your team has discovered with prostate cancer. Well, you know, I would just say the simplest uh, message that I think we need to impart today is that prostate cancer is not uh, one disease. It's different in different men. And consequently, we need to personalize or we need to individualize how we look for prostate cancer in terms of screening for it with the PSA blood test and furthermore, how we treat prostate cancer. It's not uh, one size fits all, uh, have surgery, have radiation. There are so many nuances now and we now have the tools to take an individual man's tumor and figure out the optimal way of treating him. So far and away, the, the message I'd like to leave uh, the listeners today is that the, the tools are available, whether they're genetic testing, specific blood tests, or specific gene abnormalities in a given man's tumor that, that can make the whole difference in terms of successfully eradicating prostate cancer. These new advancements help with quality of life, and um, uh, and they're not quite as um, oh, debilitating. No, that's that's exactly right. But but even you know we could start before that, Jay. You know, men have pretty much heard about the PSA test for prostate cancer, and uh, uh, most men do get one. Uh, in addition to getting that test now. Uh, there, there is a genetic test that a man can do, you know, by rubbing the inside of his cheek to determine uh, how 
worried he ought to be about getting prostate cancer. You know, it's sort of one of these tests that can uh, tell you that, gosh, uh, based on uh, the genes you were born with, you have a high risk of having an aggressive prostate cancer within the next 10 or 15 years. And armed with that information, that guy will be compliant, you know, and get the PSA tests that he needs and to get the other x-ray tests that he needs to look for prostate cancer. On the other hand, if his genetic test said he was at low risk for prostate cancer, then he doesn't have to worry quite as much. You see what I'm saying about personalizing our approach to looking for the disease in the first place, and then, you're right, if a man does have a disease, uh, uh, prostate cancer, we can, again, interrogate the genes that are turned on in that guy's prostate cancer, and from that information, figure out the optimal way of treating him. So, Doc, we have an acronym, CHARM, which stands for Care for Men with High-Risk Advanced or Recurring Metastatic Cancer. And we're going to be hearing a lot about that in our community, aren't we? That's exactly right, Jay. We're, we would like to say we're launching a CHARM offensive. And uh, the reason we want to do this is that uh, there are men uh, who have these forms of prostate cancer that you mentioned, high risk, meaning they have very aberrant genes turned on in their cancer, advanced, meaning even though they got screened, the cancer had spread beyond the confines of the prostate, recurrent, meaning even though their original doctors thought they could cure them, they did not, and the cancer came back. And metastatic means that the cancer not only came back in one spot, but it came back in multiple spots. So we're launching a charm, of, a charm offensive where at the Siteman Cancer Center, we have multidisciplinary specialists, urologists, radiation therapists, medical oncologists, and, and uh, also excellent imaging or X-ray type tests that we've developed that can actually pinpoint where the recurrent or metastatic disease is and guide a very specific targeted treatment for those men. So, yes, we'd like, uh, we'd like to launch this charm offensive. Well, we want to shine some light on this thing, let people know what's going on. And, Doc, tell them how they can reach out to you or one of your departments. Well, uh, go to our webpage, Urology dot w-u-s-t-l dot e-d-u or to the Siteman Cancer Center webpage or they can always call me 314-362-8200. The Metropolitan Amateur Golf Association is a proud sponsor of Golf with Jay Telsing. The MAGA has been the USGA Allied Golf Association in the St. Louis Central and Southern Illinois region since 1992. The MAGA provides over 30 days of competition opportunities and conducts qualifying for nine USGA championships while supporting more than 140 member clubs with amateur golf services. Find all of their information at metga.org or call 314-567-MAGA. We're halfway there. It's time for the Back Nine on Golf with Jay Delsing. The Back Nine is brought to you by St. Louis Bank. 
Welcome back. This is Golf with Jay Delsing. I'm your host, Jay, and we are on the back nine. And um, I got to tell you, folks, um, you might be thinking, some of you listeners might be thinking, why did you just have Dr. Andriola on talking about prostate cancer? Who the hell wants to talk about that? Well, nobody. Okay, but it's really important. And this doctor is a golf lover. And I got to tell you a story. Arnold Palmer wound up with prostate cancer. And I am in my late 20s. And we are in a locker room and Arnold Palmer calls a player meeting. And guess what? Every damn player's in there. And Arnold Palmer says exactly what's happened to him. I had this elevated test. Here's what you need. And he said to all, he looked us in the eye and he said, everybody go get this test. So I'm like, I'm in. Yeah, right, Palmer, tell me something. I'm, I'm going to do it. So I call my doc. He's like, what are you talking about? You're only 27. I go, Arnold Palmer told me to call and get this test done. I need to get it done. He goes, you're fine, man. Wait till you're like over 40. So, but that's kind of why uh, it, it, it was special um, to to uh, to bring out on the show. And hopefully if it just helps one person. It's well worth it. Let's talk a little bit about our title sponsor, Whitmore Country Club. There's 90 holes of golf at Whitmore. Uh, complimentary golf at the Whitaker Golf Courses include Missouri Bluffs, Links of Dardine, the Golf Club of Wentzville. So there's 90 holes. Cart fees are included in all of those memberships. There's no food or beverage minimums. There's no assessments. They've got a, a 24-hour fitness center, large pool complex, three tennis courts, the year-round social calendar. This is what people are talking about, the holiday parties. There's picnics, date nights, live music all the time. They've got something out of Whitmore called a kids club, and this function or this feature is is becoming very popular around the country with golf clubs. You can drop your children off. You and your wife or girlfriend can go have a, a cocktail. You can go have dinner. You can play golf. The kids are playing with other kids. They're going swimming. They're well looked after. Uh, you got to go. Uh, and make a visit to the, the golf shop and say hi to Bummer. Bummer's been on the show. He'll be on the show again. He's the guy that whipped my butt when we did our little um, our nine-hole exhibition last year. So anything to do with your family, anything to do with golf, you're looking for a cool place to join, go to WhitmoreGolf.com. All right, let's go and listen to the Kent Earhart interview. Let's jump into the golf. I know I, I we text back and forth. I can remember at the um, the Schwab a cup championship when Goosen missed that four-foot putt that would have won the tournament for him and taken away the, the Schwab Cup championship from Scott McCarron. I got a text from you, and I was kind of on the edge of my seat as well. So you love the game. Tell us a little bit about your game and how long you've been playing. Well, I stink, um, but I do love the game. And um, I've, I've just recently, things have kind of come back together a little bit. I, I'm a member out at Old Hickory, the uh, we, you and I have a mutual friend, Mark Nelson, who's a, a principal partner out there and Mark and I are lifelong friends. And, uh, we, uh, uh, I joined there a few years back, had some back issues and, and golf has kind of come and gone. It's another thing that my dad loved and, and we didn't get to do it as much as I would have liked, but I played some in college and then I played some in when I was in Iowa, um, uh, when I was doing PM magazine and, and then I moved to Florida and I played a little bit, but then I got into the dirt biking and boats. And I, of all things, I, I stepped away from golf for, for many years when I lived in Florida, which was probably the stupidest move I ever made <laughs> because I had access to every, I, we lived down the road from, from PGA national and we had access to all these great courses. And, and, uh, uh, I, I, I wasn't playing at that time. And then I picked it up again here 
with uh, when I when I joined at Old Hickory, obviously. And um, for me, it's a I, I love to follow the game. I'm a big um, I'm a big fan of the PGA Tour, and 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 you know, having grown up and and have, when I went to school in Cape Girardeau, I used to go down to uh, the Danny Thomas, which he did really well in that tournament. Right, I love I Memphis. I love that golf course down there. Yeah, so we would go down and watch. It was hot as hell. I remember that. It was blazing hot down there. It was in the summertime. Um, I remember walking that course one time when, uh, who was it, uh, Lee Trevino and Fuzzy Zeller were teamed together. <laughs> now, what a day of – you talk about a fun day to watch a couple of guys play golf. Two guys who could move the ball at will wherever they wanted to land on the golf course. It was just, it was a clinic, and it was it was a, a comedy routine at the same time. I, I, it was it was so much fun. I was going to say, Ken, and, you um, watched that group, and you could you could smoke a cigarette with either one of them. You could have a drink with them. They'd tell you a joke, and they'd hit some of the best golf shots you'd ever seen. Unbelievable, Un- unbelievable, and not the fittest guys you ever you would ever follow around a golf course either. But it's like you know, it's like following John Daly. I mean, it, all that matters is putting the club on the ball, and and they did it with such finesse. It was it was really fun to watch, and um, you know, I, I I thought that we in St. Louis had an unbelievable sports year that was kind of capped off with the Blues, but really that Bell Reeve tournament was. One of the, I've said it was the best sporting event I've ever been to in my life. And I, I was spoiled because I had media passes. I had no idea what these media passes were going to get for me because we were out there doing live coverage during the week. But they were good for the whole weekend, and we had access to all the media privileges. And it was – I mean, I was a spoiled brat at that, at that tournament. But I just walk in that course and – seeing the vibe that was coming out of it and the way St. Louis held up was just unbelievable for me. I, that was, that was my favorite sporting event of all time. Kent, I think, I, I think you're a hundred percent right. When you talk about 500 countries that that thing was being shown to, and hundreds of millions of people were watching that. I mean, it dwarfs anything yep. else that the cities had in relation to it. Yeah. And it's so exciting. And I didn't even get to tell you that, that, uh, my kids uh, grew up with Brooks Kepka. We were um, his mother and I worked together in West Palm for years, and Brooks uh, and my kids and and some of the other Stacey kids they all grew up together. Brooks and Chase both, and um, I've kept in touch with Denise all these years, and used to play softball with his dad for year about probably twelve years. I played softball with his dad, and um, so to see him out there like that on the tail of end of the of the u.s open and and um to see him perform like that was was a real treat this is golf with jay delson come back we got the 19th hole the 100,000 watt blowtorch for st louis sports driven by auto centers nissan home of the 30-day return wxos and wxos hd1 east st louis 101 espn I'd like to thank Whitmore Country Club for sponsoring my show, Golf with Jay Delsing, here on 101 ESPN. You can listen to the show on Sunday mornings from 8.30 to 9.30. We're going to talk about anything in the golf and sports world. We're going to have fantastic guests on the show. We are going to give you, tell you stories about the PGA Tour, give you golf lessons, swing tips. We've got episodes of Whack and Chase where you can call on and tell us about any and all of your golf stories. 
If you're looking for a family-friendly, cool atmosphere to hang out, you've got to visit WhitmoreGolf.com. My friend Bummer is the assistant pro over in the golf shop. Please go in and say hi to him. He will answer any of your questions. Bill and Sales will help show you around the property. They'll show you the fabulous workout area, the swimming pool, tennis courts. They've got a kids' club where your kids can be dropped off, play with other children. You can go have a cocktail, have dinner, go play golf. WhitmoreGolf.com. This is Dan McLaughlin, TV voice of the Cardinals. St. Louis is one of the best sports cities in the country. We also have a tremendous history of supporting professional golf. We're excited to bring golf back to St. Louis with the inaugural Ascension Charity Classic, September 28th through October 4th at Norwood Hills Country Club. Don't miss your chance to see PGA Tour champion legends. Proceeds will benefit St. Louis area youth, including the Urban League, Mary Grove, the Boys and Girls Club, and more. For tickets and sponsorship information, head to ascensioncharityclassic.com. Are the words community, trust, and civic pride important to you? How important to you are those words when choosing who you'd like to do business with? If you're like me, then they're very important. Enter St. Louis Bank. These key words are part of the cornerstone on which St. Louis Bank was founded. This bank is locally owned, and these guys live in our community. Did you know there's a new group of leaders at St. Louis Bank? This new group has doubled down on their commitment to St. Louis, being more involved and getting to know any like-minded person that shares these same values. St. Louis Bank wants to build something big together. When it comes to trust and honesty, don't take my word for it. You'll have to see for yourself. Look for the new locations in Edwardsville opening March 2020 and one at Highway 40 in Hanley coming April of 2020. You can call them at 314-851-6200. Reach them at stlouisbank.com or stop by their current location on South Outer 40 in town and country. And remember, St. Louis Bank wants to move your business forward together. Doster, Olam, and Boyle LLC are a proud sponsor of Golf with Jay Delsing here on 101 ESPN. The firm was started in January 2015 by Mike Doster, Jess Olam, and John Boyle, three veterans of the St. Louis real estate, banking, commercial, and corporate legal landscape. The firm was founded on the shared view that success should be measured by client and community satisfaction, not profits for partner. The firm's focus is on business, real estate, corporate finance and restructuring, and succession planning. Since its founding in 2015, Doster, Olam, and Boyle have been involved in real estate, business, and corporate transactions with a combined value in excess of over $1 billion. For decades, Doster, Olam, and Boyle lawyers have been recognized as leaders in their practice areas by their peers. Doster, Olam, and Boyle, LLC. Extraordinary talent, ordinary people. The choice of a lawyer is an important decision and should not be based solely upon advertisements. Let me tell you about a strength training program that helped me, and it can improve your golf game and overall fitness as well. And all it takes is 20 minutes once a week. 20 minutes to fitness targets the muscle groups used in golf. Because you work with a trainer on physical therapy equipment, it also reduces the chance of exercise-related injuries to almost zero. But don't take my word for it. Try it yourself. Your first session is absolutely free. 20 Minutes to Fitness is in Clayton and Chesterfield. To learn more, visit 20minutestofitness.com. 20 Minutes to Fitness. It works for me. 
The Metropolitan Amateur Golf Association is a proud sponsor of Golf with Jay Delsing. The MAGA has been the USGA Allied Golf Association in the St. Louis Central and Southern Illinois region since 1992. The MAGA provides over 30 days of competition opportunities and conducts qualifying for nine USGA championships while supporting more than 140 member clubs with amateur golf services. Find all of their information at metga.org or call 314-567-MAGA. Do you folks know about a family-owned and operated jewelry business that's been in the St. Louis area since 1946? If you haven't heard the name Sutley before, well, you have now. They are the premier Hearts on Fire dealer in the metropolitan region and have been for more than 21 years. What's a Hearts on Fire diamond, you ask? It is the world's most perfectly cut diamond. The Sutleys are knowledgeable and passionate about your jewelry needs and are open six days a week. They will treat you like family and want to understand your wishes and desires. Their business thrives on developing personal relationships with you. Sully's also strive to stay on top of the latest trends in fashion with amazing selection of designer jewelry from famous designers like Lagos, Zengani, Simon G., just to name a few. It's all done at Sully's. Sully's is on the cutting edge of the diamond business, featuring the lab-grown diamonds that can cost 30 to 40% less than a mined diamond. Whether it's a hearts on fire, designer or custom jewelry, or even the new and innovative lab-grown diamonds, let Sutley Jewelers take care of all your jewelry needs. I have known this family for 45 years. Go in and see Gary. Ask for Gus. Ask for Laura. It's a family business, and they are terrific people. They're located in the Lamp and Lantern Village on Clayton Road, just west of Highway 141 in Town & Country. You can also visit them at saettele.com. Now through Valentine's Day at Setley Jewelers, get $100 off your purchase of $200 or more just by mentioning Golf with Jay Delsing. That's up to 50% off the sales price of a purchase of $200 or more. Grab your friends a cold one and pull up a chair. We're on to the 19th hole on golf with Jay Delsing. The 19th hole is brought to you by the Metropolitan Amateur Golf Association. Welcome back to the 19th hole. This is Golf with Jay Delsing. I'm your host, Jay. Let's go and listen to the Kent Earhart interview. Isn't it amazing, Kent, the, the life that you're living and the life that you've led has, and the things that you've done have crossed over into so many different spaces? I mean, your kids grew up with Brooks Kepka. Um, yeah. I mean, it's just uh, amazing. And you're... It's it's fantastic. It is, and I and I'm and I'm you know I you get to a point in your life where you do start looking back on the things that you've done, and and they, you know not just the the high end the career type things, but growing up in St. Louis and the opportunities that I had here, and and the, the opportunity to come home and 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 reattach to old friends like I've done with so many people here that that I grew up with and you know a lot of us don't have those opportunities we move on to different places and we set up shop in different communities and we have close friends obviously but there's there's something about being close to the people that you grew up with and and you know you can't pull anything over on them they know you and they've known you from day one <laughs> and and to see the community coming along like that I'm so excited about this champions tour at Norwood. I think it's going to be great. I know Barney Hinkle's in charge of things up there and he does a great job and I'm excited to to see how this pans out and I hope we can stay on the schedule for many, many years. Oh, I do too. And I I don't know if you're familiar with the Ascension Health Group, but boy, are these guys community rock stars just doing 
amazing stuff, and they've the title sponsor for four years, and they're already I, talking about trying to extend it. And we haven't even had our first great. event yet. Yeah, that's awesome. I'm I'm I think that this is a great golf community. I really do, and always has been. I remember growing up with you know and and watching Hale Irwin and 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 just seeing him perform on the big stage and what a fantastic talent he was and so many great golf courses in this community and, and great golfers that have come out of here, including yourself. And it's, it's, uh, it's exciting to see something like that taking root. Well, it, it is. And one of the things you mentioned, I just want to touch briefly, our corporate community here, because, you know, our market is what, we're 23rd or 24th size in the country, but our corporate community is so robust and so supportive for events like that uh, and like what they did at the PGA Championship and what they'll do for the Champions event at Norwood that's going to directly benefit the North County area is fantastic. Yep, you're you're absolutely right, and that's what it takes is these these public-private, which this isn't a purely a public-private partnership, but it does take that that corporate sponsorship and and corporations doing things for the right reasons, wanting to be a part of the community. I think that's so important, and uh, and I, my hats off to them for uh, for supporting this tournament at that level because. You know, it's kind of an unknown. Um, it's one thing to have the PGA come in here with a major, uh, major tournament at a course that, that you know has has hosted major tournaments before, as has Norwood. But, um, but for something like this, um, for them to go out on a limb and, and make that kind of a commitment, I think it's great, and and uh, I think it'll be great for the golf course too. And um, I can't wait to see some of those champions come into town and, and tear it up. Yeah, it's pretty amazing how good the the old geezers still play, isn't it? <laughs> it really is, and and I, you know, I'm I'm as glued to them on Golf Channel and and the networks as I am to, to the PGA stuff, the, the the tour, because it's there's some great golf being played there, and on the Corn Tour as well. I mean, there's so many young guys that could are just you know that close to breaking through and and doing really really well. It's, Golf is such a grind. Um, you know, we were talking about this, uh, I think, at lunch the other day with my with my golf buddies, and I just said, I can't imagine just playing four days of tournament golf and having the sponsorship um, responsibilities that you have and then getting on a plane, and especially for the guys that aren't flying private jets and, and that have families and that are, you know, trying to live from paycheck to paycheck and make a living doing it. it as you well know, it is just, such a grind and um it's amazing to me that they can play as well as they can with that kind of pressure and and the timing and everything else and i you know i don't know about you well you you did that but i mean and i sleep in a hotel i don't sleep i lay there i i don't know how you get a good night's sleep in a strange bed i guess you get used to it after a while but then to go out and perform for four or five days at at a world-class level like that in a in a sport that it is so emotionally driven it just it's beyond me it's because i wasn't very smart ken i didn't think about it too much <laughs> i just lay my head down <laughs> and, and fortunate enough to go to sleep but man i gotta tell you it such says so much about the sort of person you are and how much you love this community by you know you're down in west palm you went to these other areas you came back i know you're involved in charities and stuff and uh and you can just tell by the way you talk the passion that you have that you love st louis and um we just I do love having you on the show 
keep doing what you're doing um, um, with you – know, geez, great day, St. Louis. It's fun to get to see that side of your personality. Obviously, with all the awards you won from the, your your meteorologist society, I know you're a national board member of uh, the the Weather Association and you have been for, what, almost 25 years or so. Well, so. It, it, it's it's I've backed off on that stuff a lot these days, and my schedule is – it's pretty grueling with these morning hours, but you're right. I mean, I do love, I do love this community. I'm here by choice. I, you know, everybody always says, let me get this right. You were in Palm Beach and then you moved to St. Louis. Aren't you supposed to do the opposite, but it was home. And, and, uh, you know, I certainly miss Palm Beach County, but at the same time, it's great to be home and great to do your show. Thank you so much. And that's going to wrap up another show. I appreciate you tuning in. This is golf with Jay Delsing. Hit him straight, St. Louis. That was Golf with Jay Delsing, brought to you by Whitmore Country Club. Tune in next Sunday for more from Jay, John, and the other pros and experts from the golf world. In the meantime, you can find all of Jay's shows at 101ESPN.com, as well as at jdelsinggolf.com.